0: Now broadcasting live it via so Ustream loud. or downloaded directly to your mobile device. Bagdumboard.com presents the Bagdum Cast.
1: Oh my goodness, and that is crazy.
0: Why are we friends
1: with you <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm glad i didn't get wow, slapped. I'm glad to your mom is uh,
2: uh, You said your know. parents don't listen to this. He just looked at me like, I really should I punch sense. him? It doesn't <laughs> like, work if you're not wearing a mariachi suit. Uh. We're now yeah, gotcha. I don't
0: know. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Bag and Boardcast. It's episode number 193.
1: I'm Chris. I'm John. And I'm Paul. And don't tell a, me not to buy that. We're a weekly <laughs> podcast that comes to you in three ways. The first being The Week in Geek, bringing you the top geek stories this past week.
2: Then we go into the list the books that we are or maybe aren't looking forward to coming out on December 4th. Then we follow that up with our weekly rotating main topic.
0: This week, we're going to the old standby. It's the November Lookback. We're going to be talking about three different comic books that came out. From Marvel Comics, we've got Amazing X-Men number one. From Image Comics, we have Manifest Destiny number one. And then we also have Black Science number
1: one from Image Comics as well. This is an all-hand-selected books from john these are all from john i john bought, bought them i bought books this november how about you guys nope <laughs> nope i haven't bought books since october the beginning of october i think i bought them the first week of november but haven't been back well, have you bought any beer paul not recently and that's why we're drinking this beer to start off with because i'm like guys i haven't really been drinking my, the stuff in the cellar and uh frankly it's going to go bad you're, our our cellar is split between what we are cellaring
2: and then what Paul buys to drink. Yeah, because it is my house. It is your house. No, I know. Yeah. I'm just saying. Oh, right, right, right. But I but it's want... it's split. And this is on because you said I have beers in the cellar and I have to drink. This is yeah. from the side that we don't age stuff. That's this, just drinkable beers. Yeah,
1: this isn't the podcast. The stuff for the podcast. This is my own. Like, oh, this looks interesting. I'll buy it and you know, drink it with my friends. Except there's one problem. The only friends that I drink with are these two clowns. <laughs> and, and when we drink together, we're doing a podcast together. It just happens to work out though. <laughs> so, that, that part of the, uh, part of the cellar has become, you know, fairly backlogged. It's getting down though. Yeah, it's, we're working on it. We're working it. on it. Cause I, I gave up drinking. We put some damage into that. Yeah. Except for, you know, when I'm hanging out with friends. So I used to be drinking alone a lot. <laughs> Gave that up. Lost 20 pounds. Yep. And instead, he's spending money on uh, video games. That he will not play. I'm not spending money. I'm saving money on video <laughs> games. <laughs> on games that he will not play. He will not play. No, I will play them eventually. Just need to find the time. I'm like that guy from the Twilight Zone that has the glasses mm-hmm. and he just can't. The... the world ends, and yeah. he's like, "Oh, now I have time <laughs> to to read. to read," and he breaks his glasses. Yeah, you're like, "The world's gonna end now. I can play my video."
2: Oh, there's oh. no power. Oh. I need. To teach I rodents. can just see. I can just see. Yeah, like I can see Paul like hooking something up where animals run in a little yeah. wheel to generate enough for his
1: for my video game. Video playing. games, uh, but I wouldn't run from this at all. I would run towards this. This is Odland from uh, Peppercorn Sisson from. Lesion, mm. Lesion uh, Breweries. Uh, so, hey, the uh series is A Journey Through the Strange Ingredients and Imagination of Isolano Breweries, and Seattle artist Jim Woodring, Fantagraphics Books. Oh, mm, yeah. there's your so comic book tie-in. your comic book tie-in right there. We got your show right there. Right there. There's an episode, and we're done. Uh, is Cezanne is a Belgian-style... Farmhouse Ale, of course, because that's what Cezanne means. Offering the fiery and aromatic touch of pink, white, green, and black peppercorns. No wonder it's says fiery. It, yeah.
2: It's got a great peppercorn nose to it. It has that peppercorn kick, too, right in the back of the throat. Yeah, it's very enjoyable.
1: I actually I really like it. It's right up front. I get a lot of peppery that... I, I think more of the black peppercorn, but then it's got the heat, the white. I've never heard of pink or green peppercorn before. This is a I, whole new Pokemon to me. I have, and
2: I've, I've had them with a beer tasting. I don't want to say this beer lied to me, but when I saw Saison, I thought it was going to be
0: a little bit more spicier. And I just get the peppercorn. Yeah. I don't know, I'm, I'm used to that. like the Saison spice that we get from like the Oma Gang stuff.
1: So. Yeah, the Birds of Paradise. Uh, Birds of I, Paradise? What is What is it?
0: Greens of Paradise? And, uh... Yeah.
2: you think thinking about magic cards again. Paul? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I, I really enjoy it, because you do get that pepper, but it does mellow out to a nice saison taste yeah. at the end. Not
3: I'm not
0: in
2: love th- with it. I don't know. I, I think would... you guys like it more than I do. Yeah. It's not
0: I, bad, but it's just...
2: Yeah, everyone's yeah. got different tastes.
0: If I had more than this, I wouldn't want the rest of it. Oh,
2: really? I'd yeah. want to pair this with some Chinese food. I don't know if i go Chinese food. When you mentioned steak, like, steak, steak. would be good with that. hmm Yeah. You know, chocolate.
3: Because I of
2: uh, and broccoli
1: I did right a Belgian
2: this. a Belgian beer tasting and they gave us like chocolate with pink mm. peppercorns in it we paired that with the uh I think it was omagang beers
1: yeah it has to be at least eighty percent dark chocolate right to go well with this because milk chocolate would just yeah, you need a little darker yeah I need it sixty seven sixty five percent dark chocolate I don't like milk chocolate anymore dark chocolate only oh, I prefer
0: dark chocolate I also like milk chocolate I like milk chocolate
1: milk chocolate. That put chocolate out of my face. <laughs> don't even... Don't even go there with my chocolate. Ugh. What if Not I tried to... Chocolate. What if I tried to feed you some chocolate with some news? With some news? Well, that'll make it go down better. Yeah. If we had any news. A spoonful of news makes the chocolate go down. <laughs> yeah. We have a little bit of news. A little bit of news. A little bit of news.
0: Um, sad what? stuff first. You can get this. It could be sad if you have... Strong feelings towards this actor who recently passed away. Uh, Paul Walker, star of the Fast and the Furious movies, uh, was killed in a car accident yesterday. He was, what, 40?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was 40.
0: Yeah. Um, I have seen maybe two of those movies ever. Yeah. I can't think of anything else he's been I
1: in. I have not seen any of the Fast and Furious. But he was there kind of showing off his new, uh, new-to-him car some sort of Wasn't he passenger, though? Yeah, uh, and he was giving rides to friends that were all at this charity event, or they were heading towards a charity event. Yeah, I think they were either going or coming back from right, a from charity, charity event. And he let his one friend drive, and unfortunately, lost. Con- they lost control of the vehicle, and crashed into a tree, or a...
2: The, yeah. uh, from, what I, from what I heard, is a tree, or uh, like a, a telephone pole, or oh, something. Yeah.
1: So... Lo- It could have been a lot worse accident.
2: Yeah, they
1: could have hit hit another car,
2: but yeah, yeah, it was just um,
1: and and the car exploded on after uh, initial impact, and the two did not survive. So, uh, you know, you can find it online quite easily if you just type in Paul Walker. Uh, he was supposed to go into for shooting for Fast and Furious Seven soon. Finish up uh, some shoots for that. Uh, they have not, you know. The, yeah, closed they, down. They have. They're closed co- down right now on yeah. the set. They closed it on the set. They they haven't said what the plan is for the continuation of that show. Who knows? That's up in the air. Yeah. But everybody is sad. Yeah,
2: I mean, you it's it, it's in a way, it's tragic. It's you know, I I really don't have too many feelings about no one, him no as an tragic. actor. It's. People die in car accidents every day. Mm-hmm. They're just not in every, movies. Every car accident, though, is so that somebody dies and it's tragedy. It's a tra- It's yeah. a tragic thing for somebody.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um,
0: I hold on to that word.
1: Okay. You can. You Sorry. know, you can. I, I don't like using the word hate. You know, so I hold that one into my into a, little, a little safe and I only crack that out in case of emergency, you know. You hate everything, though. <laughs> I never say I hate <laughs> things, though.
2: No, it's all right. All right. I, yeah. I,
1: I act like I hate things a lot more than I say that I hate things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a curmudgeon about most yeah. things. It's just my curmudgeonly personality. personality. Uh, yeah, I, I have nothing to say. It, it seemed like he was a star that if he ever got away from Fast and Furious, he could have in another, like...
2: He's done other movies. movies, they just aren't very good. Well,
0: okay. This is bread and butter. <laughs> yeah. It's fast and spurious Uh,
2: Some news I have is uh, another Vertigo book is going to be coming to TV. It's mm-hmm. going to be shown on the CW. Uh, Veronica Mars creator Rob Thomas is helming the project and it is iZombie from... Uh, Chris Robertson, and Mike Allred.
1: This is the I Zombie, not to be confused with Zombie that we yes. really liked. This is the one where she works at a morgue. Yeah, she, she's yeah, a grave
0: she, digger, and she has to eat brains.
1: In order to survive, but she gets the last few memories of the brains she eats, and then to go solve their murder. Yes. Because she works at a morgue. Right. Yeah, she's like a med student, I think. Oh. Okay. Oh, I thought she worked like his police, no. like an autopsy specialist no, or something. She's, just, I mean, she's like
0: she works at like a like cemetery.
1: I think she was pulling a fast one, like eating a little bit of the brain. I so mean, like he was cured... No. Definitely, it's not like chew. He was definitely strangled to death. <laughs> like, no, no, she. Okay. No.
0: I couldn't get through this book. I bought. Like the three volumes of it, wow, and i yeah I should have saved that money.
1: you bought Did, three volumes,
0: you bought them all at once no i it it was a vertigo book, so I ordered it, and I was like, yeah, I'll get to these eventually,
1: uh, yeah, I mean steam sale video games, I understand yeah. happens to the best of us,
0: yeah, I mean. It's not a bad book, but it's just there wasn't enough there, like, to keep me going beyond just, like, maybe, like, four or five issues.
1: It definitely fits in with... It's a procedural, and it has that supernatural vibe, which, man, yeah. C.W. is bread and butter right now. Yeah. With their supernatural... The titular blind of Supernatural, and yeah. also the Vampire Diaries. They got their, a couple other ones their on there. they things... Beastly, whatever what is it? Beauty, Beauty and the, and the Beast. Beast, is that is that even
2: still on? I think no it was, idea.
1: and something else.
2: They got like two other things, and then they got that mutant one on. Oh, they got a mutant one on? Yeah, like mutant football league or something like. No, it's like remember that like that weird X Men spinoff that like Fox had. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. But it's not like an X Men spinoff. It's just. It might still be... Yeah, I don't think it's considered an X-Men spinoff, but it's like mutants in the world, they're getting hunted, and some of them are siding on one side, some are siding on another
1: side. <laughs> so it's an X-Men yeah. rip-off. Yeah. Yeah. Not huh. <laughs> even a spinoff. Rip-off. Rip-off. All right. Chris, any news? That's
0: terrible. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> How thinly
0: veiled can you get? Uh... Just completely, that's right. Because I'm just thinking about it's not their fault. They were born this
1: way. You're not even trying TV. I don't need to try. They got comic books to write it for them. Comic books. I've casting
0: uh, announcement. We are go for Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver in Avengers: Two Age of Ultron or Mm -hmm. Avengers: Age of Ultron. It's Avengers: Two. That's why I said that. Um, We have Elizabeth Olsen as the Scarlet Witch. And Aaron Johnson as Quicksilver. Aaron Johnson, best known probably for his role in Kick-Ass. And then Elizabeth Olsen, I don't know what she's been in, but she's the Olsen twins' sister.
1: Younger sister.
0: Younger sister. Younger sister. Which Paul keeps
2: focusing on that. (laughs) She's only seven years younger than me.
1: (laughs) No, I said, man, she's six years younger than me. Um, And she's a lot more successful. So, it's it's just nice to know it's how nice low know. I am in the whole packing order of, of things. Here's what I like to think sometimes.
0: Uh Toronto Mayor Rob Ford has accomplished more than any of us will. <laughs> and look how much of a fuck up he is. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's true. We go to Toronto every year. We can talk about this. Mm-hmm. With,
1: Mayor we, Ford, your uh candid. inspiration. He's, he kind of
0: is inspirational because it's like No matter how bad you think you've got it, or you are, no, look at this dude. He's got a lot better than all of us. He's he's got... And they can't get rid of him, too, (laughs)
1: like... They just stripped him of all his powers and duties, gave it to the deputy, and he's going to run again. He stole some guy's seat at the Bills game today, too. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. He, like, barreled over some old woman, some other council, like, member. Yeah, coming out of where they told him that he was no longer going to be able to do his own job. Yeah. He's, he's just a great person. You need
0: people like him and Kanye West in the world, just to <laughs> remind you that, like... No, like, life is funny sometimes.
1: Life has a way to let the cream rise to the top. But every once in a while... You get these bubbles that form in that cream, and you're like, "What the hell is that doing there?"
0: But also, in some movie-related news, we got our first looks at the Rhino and Green Goblin from Amazing Spider-Man 2 via a poster or like one of those big cardboard standups. You see and it. Green Goblin's gonna be in
1: this movie too.
0: Yes, keeping <sighs> that on the DL because you can see him flying around in the background on like a hover skateboard thing. You can't make it out really well, but there's definitely a person on a hover skateboard thing.
2: I couldn't find any like good
0: pictures. No, because there are none. Because It's it's a picture that someone took at a theater somewhere. Like mm-hmm. They assembled the stand-up or whatever and oh. like snapped a picture of it quick and it turned up online. So the detail on it is definitely not the best. But kind of a cool little... The, wow, exciting. And especially the fact that we are getting the rhino in the movie. Uh-huh. It's not just going to be... Bald I can't remember Giamatti. his name. Emeril... Oh, okay. Whatever. Pa- Paul pa- Giamatti's character yeah. just has like that thug who's got a bald head.
1: Emil something.
0: Bronze. Yeah. That's name, I a Russian name. He's the rhino. He's, He's a rhino. Uh, I mean, see, the rhino. Aussie,
1: the only too many villains.
0: I'm trying to think of just Spider-Man villains that I know their names, and I have Norman Osborn, Mac Gargan. Okay, that's doing well two. Yeah. Fisk
1: but that, Wilson Fisk yeah that's, yeah, that's kingpin he, he's, he's more Wilson Fisk double. the
0: kingpin he's not yeah. the kingpin also <laughs> secret identity
2: Whose son was Eddie, the rose Eddie Brock Eddie Brock
1: yeah but that's because he started off as Eddie Brock and then became Venom yeah uh, what's the name of the crazy guy that becomes Doc Connors, Connors. Doc Connors Cassidy Cleus Cassidy, yeah. this Cassidy, yeah. But, yeah. I, Otto I, I, Octavius?
0: Yeah. It takes time. Like, <laughs> I can't just, I can't just
1: roll with it. I can't them. think of the vulture's name. Luncher. Adrian Tombs. Yeah. yeah. Who's Luncher? Silvermane? There's Silvermane. Silvermane. Was, I'm trying to think of the, just a cartoons. <laughs> now. Yeah. I, I thought of Scorpion <laughs> before all of those. Yeah.
0: How weird is that it's really weird yeah what else we got
2: we talked about some other stuff before we started i just don't remember now
1: uh you talked about uh you know people that have to sew up these costumes getting annoyed at people
2: oh i was just mentioning that for small talk while right. Chris was doing something. Oh. I, I'll, yeah i didn't think it was that big a news no, i just thought it was kind of funny it's
1: it's it's nice to know that he's bulking up for the role
3: well, yeah,
2: ready. Just, we're already talking about just say it Jonathan. uh ben affleck's Uh, is on a movie right now, uh, the, a new David Fincher movie called Gone Girl. And the costume designer on it had to ask him to stop bulking up because he keeps outgrowing his costumes for the movie. And she asked him just to wait till, stay where he's at right now, wait till he's done. With Gone Girl. With Gone Girl. Because he's gonna be shooting in February in Detroit for Superman vs. Batman. And uh, they just asked him to stop. Stop! Please stop bulking up. It's mm-hmm. cool that he's bulking up.
1: I want him and uh, Hugh Jackman to begin a bulking up competition. A bulk up contest? <laughs> yeah. See, see <laughs> so you can do it the best <laughs> and the mo- the quickest. I don't know. I don't uh, know how you bulk up. All I know is, if I, I want to gain like,
2: weight, I drink beer. I just see Paul like sitting in a room watching two men work out and just being like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Yeah. You're doing oh. good, Affleck. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Go ahead. Do more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got another rep yeah. in you? Yeah. Just because <laughs> i watched Pumping Iron like 20 different times. <laughs> <laughs> That's the weirdest reference you've ever made, Paul. <laughs> about the <to> workout. <laughs> People bulking up. Why wouldn't I go with the documentary, Pumping Iron? Oh, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People don't know Sorry. if it's you or me talking. <laughs> All I know is that if I want to bulk up, I'm doing it with beer. Uh, we have um,
2: two limited edition uh, Boulevard beers from their Smokestack series. Um, is this the ones that made the high the, ham, ham beer? No. no That's but, uh, these are the guys that made rye on rye. All oh, rye on rye. And this is the six-glass quadruple um, ale, 10.5%. And it's a uh, Belgian quad style ale. Nothing, uh, really else about it. On the bottle. Nothing else about it.
0: <clears throat> I have not had a chance to set this up.
2: Um, for a 10.5, not a lot of heat, not a lot of alcohol to it. Very mellow. You would never guess it was that high. I do love the color.
1: It's a nice red.
2: Yeah, it's a nice kind of red auburn. It's nice. It's nice. It's a good sip. I mean, it, it's not even a sipping... Like, it's a sipping beer, but it's not even a sipping beer. Yeah,
1: it's... It's... What is it? It's a, it's, it's a quad. Quad. Okay, so yeah, it's right in that, like, almost saison spice, but... This is kind of more what I
0: expected from the Oddland, just mm-hmm. with the peppercorn. Like, I prefer yeah. this to
1: it. Hmm. I I think the peppercorn's more interesting yeah. than this, um... Yeah, I, I do get that nice like Belgian y malty multi yeah, you know, flavor to it, but it, it's it's good. It's good. It's a very solid one of the best Belgians I've had, but I I can get a Belgian I, I am I am rich in Belgians here in <laughs> Western New York, you
2: know. It's, yeah, this isn't gonna be a go to Belgian for me, yeah. but it's it's very good. I, a lot of quads. You know, they they can be tough to drink,
1: and this is very easy going. Mm-hmm. All I can really say about it. Oh man, this is this is either great news for the listeners or bad news for the listeners. I'm kind of feeling it already. <laughs> That's good news for us. At uh, least.
2: seven percent, and now uh, a ten percent boy for you, Polly. All right. Well, you know, I might get a little loopy
1: before this episode is <laughs> well, done.
2: Yeah, because we got another nine percent and a twelve, another ten percent.
1: Hey, there we go. Probably should have ate more today. Oh, well.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I
0: haven't had much to eat today. Well, don't get too loopy before we talk about the books we're looking forward to.
1: Mm. Oh, the humanity of it all. Or the inhumanity of it all, because I'm looking forward to inhumanity number one from Marvel Comics, written by Matt Matt Fraction, Fraction. art by somebody doing the art. Somebody's doing the art. Yep. Yep doesn't matter. I'm picking it up anyways.
0: <laughs> you have a computer in front of you, Paul. I do.
1: It doesn't matter. Okay. Listeners don't care. I care. You I wanna, care. I want to know okay. who's drawing it. But that this is coming out of Infinity. Uh, I don't know how Infinity ended. Which I'm... I Paul, it, it's it was like,
0: a solid book. It like, was. It was a solid sci-fi Marvel comic book. Hickman was doing a great job on it. And I'm surprised you didn't enjoy it. Like, as much as I... I think I was like when you said you weren't gonna be buying anymore, I was kinda like, oh Well I I'm not gonna start buying it.
1: Well the thing was, it was just like okay, this is obviously leading to the next thing because that's how Marvel does it. And what I'm getting from Infinity number one, two, and three were the snippet, the snippets, <clears> the <throat> snippet, stimnit, snippets, snippet, snip snip snip. You know, kinda like, Okay, we're catching up with this character, we're catching up with this group, we're catching up with this group. And it was kinda hard to Weave the story to, all together, and I, I felt like I was getting enough from it because I
0: wasn't
2: reading any of the other like Avengers books that were tying into it. I I thought it lended itself nicely just to be its own thing.
1: Hmm. Okay, uh, I just felt like I wasn't in those character stories. I was just getting the plot, plot, plot. Well, that's what
2: happens when you buy yeah.
0: the event books. They're not for the, yeah, character, the character stories. Story. Yeah,
1: they were. It wasn't a character-driven event. It was definitely a plot-driven event. And I'm like, okay. And it's going to lead us to a cliffhanger, which will be followed up in the shake-up and the aftermath of books that Marvel always does. And sometimes those will be more focused on the characters. And I will open up a Marvel book, and guess what I'm going to have? Page one. Everything that I (laughs) missed. (laughs) And that's what I'm planning on doing when I open up to page one of Inhumanity number one. Oh, this is what happened to these characters coming out of Infinity. These are characters that I somewhat care about because they're the Inhumans, which... I was, I was going to end. say, we should mention what the book is about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it's the uh, the uh Avengers find themselves face-to-face with Karkhan. Who has discovered the secret of the inhumans that will shake the MU to its core. MU, of course, being Marvel Universe to its core. Um he's the one I that it was I, Monsters Universe. I was dude. gonna make the same joke. Oh <laughs> He is the uh inhuman that can look at something and tell you the exact weak spot of it. That guy's cool. Yeah. He's like got the big head helmet. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. like stepbrother or brother of like Bolters. You know, they're all incestuously yeah. related. It's kind of creepy. They're kind of like the weird monarch English monarchy of the Marvel Universe where they're all somehow related to each other but you don't want to know how. It's
2: know. like the McBoyles. What? From Always Sunny. Always Sunny. Oh.
1: Remember, Paul, you had people talk about that in front no. of you. Didn't, Paul, you, you talked, talked about them all the time to us. I talked about the people that talked about it and <laughs> talked about the episodes I heard about. But I don't know about the McBoyles. <clears throat> but I do know that John is looking forward to a very special book. <laughs> uh this was uh <laughs> like school special. <laughs> uh it this is, is don't get in cars with strangers,
2: kids. Uh, no. Especially it, with pointy teeth. I think he kidnapped that girl, but uh this is um uh, the Wraith uh Welcome to Christmas Land number no. two from IDW. Um this was half on the docket for uh look back but kind of got brushed off cuz it's not it's an interesting book but it's not it's definitely definitely dark uh with a weird tie into christmas but um definitely a weird dark book about this guy that drives a Wraith automobile and is steals children to bring to a 1938 uh Rolls-Royce Wraith Yes. And, uh, but he kidnaps children to bring to this amusement park that because he drives this wraith, it's so sharp that he can cut through these dimensional things and take them into this Christmas
1: dreamland. Yeah. It's, it's, if you want (laughs) enough, you can go into the inner, the inscape or the inlands of of your own mind, and and basically drive into your own dreams.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, Or nightmares, as he often does. And somehow, in this wraith, this car, has a dark past as well, seeing as the previous owner, before he, the driver picks it up, the previous owner killed his wife and kids, and himself, in the car. In the car. So, there's some... Weird bad juju going on with the car. Weird, definitely weird bad juju going on with the driver. And the first
2: issue is all the driver's story of how he got to be this guy that steals children and takes them to this Christmas land. So I kind of wanted to check out what's the rest of the story. What is mm-hmm. else going on? And uh, this is Joe Hill and art by uh, CP Wilson the mm-hmm. Third. Um, I did enjoy the art. Like, I'd like that artist to do, like, BPRD work. Like, he would fit into that world. And uh I do like Joe Hill books.
1: Yeah, you loved Lock and Key. I do. It, it's still coming out, Lock and Key? Uh
2: so. No. I'll, uh, Omega just uh, wrapped yes. up. It was a three, three issue. issue, but they were
1: bigger mm-hmm. issues, like double issues. Prestige. Sized. Chris, while Nier's not stealing children in 1938 (laughs) classic vehicles,
0: what do you do? Well, that's, that's all I do. (laughs) But I don't look forward to a book coming out December 4th, apparently, because there's some stuff coming out that I want to read, but nothing that's like, oh man, I have to get that. Oh, I have to get that. Like, for the past couple of weeks, like, this is something that we've been talking about, Mm -hmm. kind of on the show, kind of off, but like, there's just not that strong, Draw to like a comic book right now for me, and that could change.
3: Yeah,
0: I haven't gone to the comic book shops like I said before since beginning of October. I'm cutting back on my spending. Um, my car needs some work, so yeah. I gotta get money for that, but I haven't really missed it. Like, and I was really looking forward to reading Amazing X Men number one, but that d- alone didn't even make me want to get to the store because it's like I gotta. It's three bucks, but that's three bucks that I need to to save. So I'm glad I was able to read it t- uh, tonight.
1: And number two is coming out. next I know. Week. Or this week, I mean.
0: And though. like all the books that are coming out this week that would normally be something. that's like, oh man, Green Lantern. I can't wait. I haven't read Green Lantern in like two months now. Hmm. And with like the lights out crossover that was going on, it's like I've missed six issues of a story almost. So mm-hmm. it's like. I'll read it, but I'm behind at this point, so it's not like, oh, I have to read this issue because something's going to happen, and the things will happen because of that.
2: And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, we, we've been talking about this, and because Chris and I order our books at the same time, and we haven't actually gotten our previews in to actually order our books. Yeah, we, they got lost on the,
0: on the <clears> table. kitchen table. So, like, the past three previews, well, I just got the last previews, like, last month. And that was filled out and I just haven't gone to the shop. But the two months previous to that were like buried under stuff. So they just never got brought in. So all those books that normally we would have ordered didn't get ordered. So they're not going to be sitting there waiting. And to go in now, all the books that would normally be pulled for me won't be there. So I wouldn't be able to just like pick them off the shelf anyways. And it's an awkward time for the comic book fan who's been going to the comic book shop for 12 years now. 12 years. Because I don't have books waiting there. And I don't want to start ordering books again because it'd be three months out from now. And And those books, I'm not going to be able to get there every Wednesday to buy them as soon as they're put on the shelf. So do I still make that attempt?
2: And this this is where the push where I had that finally (laughs) was like, I think I'm gonna. I'm going just completely digital. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it makes it easier. I can just impulse buy. I well, not, I d- I do do a lot of impulse buying because they run a lot of great sales. <laughs> and uh <laughs> and <Ooh. laughs> sales, it's like Steam. It is like Steam. Like comics. I bought three different volumes of uh, Garth Ennis books because they're all like three ninety nine and two ninety nine. Wow. One was an omnibus for three ninety nine, and I was just like, "All right, I wanted no. to I wanted to check these out." What? Battlefields? Yeah. Uh, Battlefields. Um, Dan, boys. Dan, Dare, Dan, Dan, and, Dan Dare, and 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 the boys.
1: Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're you're looking at my list. I was, and I'm like Dan Dare. I was kind of interested in, but man, Garth Ennis, he just gets too a little raunchy. Little he can. He
2: can do. He can bring it. He can bring it back. Yeah. The boys is definitely really that raunchy, but but it is. It's it does have that ability that I really wanted to check out. Amazing X Men. I knew Chris was planning on buying it, but I said, you know what? It's definitely something I want to check out. I don't mind buying it and reading it, and I I loved it. I actually do plan on buying number two because we're going to talk about it in a little in a couple minutes. But I really did like it. Yeah. Oh, we can go. But I, digital, I've, I don't mind reading on my phone. Mm-hmm. It's not the best in some books. I actually really wish I do, I would have in hard copy. Mm-hmm. But I don't have a mess of books to search through to find issues when I go want yeah. to go back and reread them. They're all in one place and I can delete them off my phone and re them as many times as I want.
1: As long as the you know, company that supplies the season yeah. business. And that's the one risk.
2: And I, I – yeah, but I don't see Comicsology going anywhere. They just – I just answered a survey about how they could make it better for me. Right. And they just keep adding new, new and more and
1: mm-hmm.
2: better stuff to it. And uh, I'm planning on grabbing a tablet basically just to do my comic book reading on.
1: Yeah, I, I- – I am and I, <laughs> getting into that same boat. I think all th- yeah, all of us are. And it's, like it's a bizarre, bizarre time. Because it's just because I
0: I have that loyalty. I've been going to the same shop for years now. Mm-hmm. You know, and I I like going there. I actually like reading the books. I like having it on my shelf. Yeah, like this is this, all the stuff that I said in defense of the physical medium because I was against digital.
1: Yeah, but yeah. now that I haven't. You two were the biggest yeah. ones against digital. You're John like, was the one that gave in the fastest. Thing. I hate. Yeah, I want to buy CDs still. I'm it's like, really? I you know what CDs it was? Still?
2: It was uh, Joe Hill's uh, Lock like, and Key because I going. wanted to check it out, and it was on sale for four ninety nine. Yeah, the price. Yeah. Convenience. It's pressing
0: convenience. It's tough because I still, I'm such an old school kind of guy. Like I like having the physical books the physical copies but i'm but you don't like making a
2: space for the physical copies i don't like the clutter that comes with it 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 it, it is a clutter and now also you don't have to worry about like picking up a random picking up a random book because i'll pick it up see if i like it if i don't like now i just have this hard copy that I got to stick in a box, or got to do this. Like I still plan on there's certain books that I want to get in hard, like in hardback or in trade, um, because I do like having that physical copy, and I liked them enough to buy a ver- another version of it. Yeah, I. Uh, but this has become a discussion on its own. Yeah, yeah.
1: but this so is a discussion yeah. we haven't ha- haven't we've had on the podcast, but haven't been posted because I lost the episode. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because that's the thing. Like I, there's books that I always want to have. Like it's my goal. Like I want to have like a complete collection of Robin, complete collection of Nightwing. You know, those are those are my books. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. That's cool. I can still read them digitally, and that can be the thing I do when we go to conventions. Like I can try to go on that scavenger hunt because I haven't done that since we first started going to conventions. Now,
1: Chris, uh, I definitely understand that. I wanted to have a complete collection of Starman, and I've done that twice now, <laughs> and it has done nothing for me. Yeah. And trade form, and then I bought it all in Omnibus uh, when they came out, because the trades I had were kind of falling apart, <clears throat> because they were old and they were They were in bad. rough shape. Yeah. I have those now. The, now John has them. And it really hasn't served me any purpose. That's the
0: thing. You guys know me, though. I have that collector's mentality,
2: yeah.
0: and
1: yeah finally, um, but you also yeah. have
2: that ability to just be like, "Nope, done with
1: it,
0: and I get it. rid of it, I all do. Of it I really
2: do I, I can cut the core
1: you like nobody's are, business with but, your physical media, you are like John with relationships <laughs> it's, I don't know, man. I, I hold on to something, I hold on to
2: something, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, Fuck this shit, hit the bricks It's true yeah, <laughs> no it,
0: it is true, I, I can definitely appreciate that metaphor. It's, I'm always... You can pull yourself in. Go ahead. And while I might want to have, like, a bunch of comic books anymore, like, I'd still like to have, like, those Nightwing issues to look back on and be like, I
1: have all of Nightwing, you know? I have so much space for my comic books, it's kind of ridiculous. Like, that whole basement, like, there's so much shelving down there that I could have long boxes after long boxes. But instead, I keep them underneath my bed. Cause you're ashamed. This, this, well, no. This. Well, that. How, we are to, for, how are we supposed to do
2: dramatic readings? Yeah. Yeah. If,
1: if we don't do the, you know, keep them up here in this nerd room. I just don't want to make the space for them, though. Yeah. Like, I keep them there because it's convenient. Like, the, the bed is raised. I can just throw them underneath this guest bed that I have in this room that we record, uh, record our podcast in.
2: But I have mine in a crawl space in my closet, which my, means I got to get on my hands yeah. and knees and go to Nari, crawl, <laughs> crawl through my closet and then through this
1: little hole in it's I know well that's where I kept the Christmas decorations. It's the exact same space.
0: Yeah, I mean, mine are all in
1: long boxes in the
0: closet. Yeah, it's still a pain, like because I haven't organized them at all. So, and I just sorted
2: like.
1: I still have some Rock Band. I don't three, think I'm ever going to use it.
2: Three boxes of Lawn Boxes just the other day. And I, and that's when I was really just like, oh, man, half these books I don't even need. And it's, I don't even know, like, sometimes I'm like, why did I even buy this series for so long? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, it's really tough. And,
0: like, that's... And that's not to cut you off. That's something that buying those physical issues like does to you when you actually look at them. And you're like, "Why have I? Why did I buy all these? Why am I
1: still buying stuff?"
2: Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard.
1: It's definitely hard to get back to the comic book store when you haven't been going yeah. in a while.
2: I I mean that happened to me when I was dating the Big X. Like I wasn't able to get there for the longest time, and then. Mm-hmm trying to get back into those books I liked. And it took a uh, prelude to, like, Dark Blackest Night mm-hmm. to get me back into Green Lantern because I hadn't read Green Lantern forever.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, I used to work 15 minutes away from the comic book shop. I used to, you know, and I would run there during my lunch, and my lunch was early enough that the comic book shop opened an hour before I got there on a Wednesday. Now I'm trying to go on the Wednesday one like I go in after Paul's wife works
2: yeah, like right around right the corner from but our outside.
1: So. But picking her up at five thirty on a Wednesday, the books are gone. Yeah. Like I go in and I'm like, oh I and then I'm like, well, there's like I've gone in and like all the books that I was interested in have been <laughs> sold out and I just walk out and it's like, uh, nothing for me this week. It's like, well I can order and I'm like, nah, it's okay. I'm not sure what I was getting yeah, and it's that, and it's also, love my comic book guy, but he'll put in the order for me, but there's no guarantee that I'll be there yeah. the next week or the week after, and then like, a month from now, I'll be like, he'll be like, oh, I got those books, and I'm like, well, okay, I'll, I'll buy them, but I'm already into the next issue, so it's like, what's the point of even spending that money on it?
2: What I still want to do, because I, I am, I'm going to go all digital. I still plan on buying, like, I'll still want to buy, like, previews to have a knowledge of what's coming up ahead.
1: Because it is hard to find it, new interesting
2: stuff. Yeah. What they, they prompt you with different things. Mm-hmm. And they also, I get, I get prompts. To tell me like the series that you've been buying multiple issues of the new issues up okay. I get emails to say certain books have come out actually that's how I found uh, American Barbarian oh. was an email, and I was just like, you know it was just one that said creative owned uh creative owned series check them out
3: mm-hmm.
2: and I did. I liked it, so you you do get some information, but not in the aspect of having three months planned of comic books and knowing what I'm going to keep
1: getting. Yeah. I've never been a previous guy. Like I've, You don't been. watch movie trailers either. though. That's yeah, just not yeah. how you yeah. do things. I, I really am kind of set against movie Well, because most of the time I'll see a movie trailer and I'll be like, this is a horrible idea for a movie. Why are they even doing this? We went to the movies yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Was, yeah. And most of those movies, I'm like, this is this is just horrible. Why? 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 And then the movies was that there I new, am was interested in. Was there a new in, Jason Statham movie coming out?
2: <laughs> no. Not yet. They're probably making the one.
1: But then there's, when there's a movie that I am interested in, I'm like, well, that didn't make me feel any more or less excited about that movie. Usually, you know. Even the new Hobbit trailer? I didn't see it. You yeah, didn't, didn't have, have that before no. Frozen. No. But I've seen the TV ads. Makes me want to watch it. Kate was excited about it because she's like, oh, they're bringing in all the characters from Lord of the Rings? I'm like, oh, I think they're working as many as they can in. (laughs) (laughs) Because Orlando Bloom is back as Legolas. Yeah. At least in the TV spot. Sorry. Spoilers alert. Most people have seen that. Yeah. (laughs) And it's something that's been talked about for like the past two years now. (laughs) But, you know, it's. But even talking with my dad, I'm like, man, The Hobbit just is not as good as The Lord of the Rings. And he's like, yeah, I feel the same way. It's just kind of watered down. Like, they're just trying to do too much with what's there. I I feel like it was pretty
0: true to the book, though, because it was a kid's book. Like, you're watching what happened in the book. Like, it's a lot
2: of just dwarves... Yep. talking and walking around. Mm-hmm. Paul just likes it when they're hobbits and they're walking around, but he doesn't like when they're t- the movie's titled Hobbit. But does Paul like when we do dramatic readings?
1: I love it when we do dramatic readings.
0: And now, a dramatic reading from Swamp Thing Annual, number two, page fifteen, panel number two.
1: I've been patient so far. I understand there may be more to learn about being the Avatar. But with everything I've sacrificed, there is absolutely no way I will let someone speak to me like that. So get out here and show me what you're supposed to show me, or I'll tear this place down to the roots. Oh, I like that.
0: That was a dramatic reading from Swamp Thing Annual, number two, page fifteen, panel two.
2: I was trying to do it So my best I always thought it like was hint. really funny when we did these and I'd give somebody like just two words to say. Yeah. Now my new favorite thing is giving Paul huge things to read.
0: <laughs> I just opened it and that was the first panel. I was like, oh, Swamp Thing's saying a lot better. <laughs> I'm trying <laughs> to do something
1: somewhat entish <laughs> without doing the talk and breathe in at the same time. That they you, were, you were doing that, though. You, you, did, you gave that. the breath. I was, I was giving the breath breath, yeah. But I wasn't doing the... No. the... Not everybody is John Reed's Yeah, he's great at what he does, but he does sound like Chris. When you know it's him doing both parts, you're like, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> it. You're I gotta get, I see it now. You can't. You can't hide that.
0: And just like that, you can't hide from our next beer...
1: Oh, no, you can't. That was a great segue. That's right.
0: <laughs> uh, segwayed. From Boulevard Brewing, this is the next part of the Smokestack series that we had before with the sixth glass. This is the Dark Truth Stout. This is a 9.7 ABV. They have no fun facts about this. Oh, here we go. Roasted English malts provide a deep, rich texture. Belgian yeast bestows plum-like fruitness. And German hops add spicy aromas as Dark Truth Stout melds to a smooth, dry, smoky finish. And it is a very nice, smooth smoke on that very back end, there. yeah,
2: very smooth on the end and and just like let on your palate after you've you've had it on the nose, though you smell that all you smell is like the alcohol, like you just yep. get a big yeah. alcohol nose, it smells lighter than it feels, yeah, it's not a bad stout, um we have like smaller bottles, and um. They're a little more big they're a little bigger than normal beer bottles but not as big as a bomber and um I'm glad that we're just splitting one for that because yeah. I wouldn't want more than that no it, it, yeah. this is, it's good but uh. it's not like the greatest stout ever in the world no I mean a lot
0: of beers that we have here I'm glad just for what I have like The beers that I actually search out and buy are kind of few and far between. I mean,
2: they happen so randomly, you know. And as he said that, he points to what the next beer is going to be, (laughs) which I... (laughs) When I go grocery shopping this week, I have to buy more. uh, Which I have gotten at this one bar three times on draft, and uh, I've bought... I've bought two packs of it so far, and it's 12 bucks for a pack of it, four-pack.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a premium beer, but it's good, and we'll talk about that later.
2: Right now, let's get into the look-back.
0: Yeah, we are a comic book podcast, so it's only fitting we actually talk about comic books every now and then. Yeah, yeah. not we just haven't done how that. we buy them. We haven't done that well, at all I, this for episode. For a comic
2: book podcast, it's a good debate on
1: yeah no no it's
2: digital or the hard and the fact that it's something we keep
0: circling back to as well like we've been doing that for years now
1: Mm -hmm. well ever since there was discussion that they might go day and date with digital and whether or not that would matter to us oh shit i just remember this paul i forgot to ask
0: you have you seen the new star kid musical yet the Twisted uh, came twisted out. Twisted came out on yeah. Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving, yes. No, I have yet to see oh, it. Oh, it's really good. I'm after very we, excited. After we finish recording, you have to watch the opening scene. That's I, all I asked I of saw
1: them. the trailer and I saw the trailer sold.
0: You just have to watch the opening like opening song because it's <laughs> oh, great. Okay.
1: You don't even need to be I'm, that persuasive. I know, but I, I, you I want to. to You really twisted your arm. I on know that. because
0: I want to watch it again because I've seen it twice now. That's the opening. No, the I've watched the whole thing twice now. Yeah,
1: but you stay up until all
0: hours of the day to watch well, Star Kid. Things. Here's the thing: I worked on Black Friday. I did the overnight, uh-huh. so I was up for 24 hours straight. Half of that, I was working, and I I work retail.
1: The other so, half, he was masturbating.
0: So it was a rough. At my grandmother's house,
1: it's the best place to do it. <laughs> um,
0: so I got home at probably about quarter to 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. on Friday. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to nap quick, and I'll be ready to go for my day. So I took a nap, and then I like sent the message saying, like, hey, do you guys want to go to the movies tonight? And Paul was like, uh, is tomorrow better? And I was like, okay, that's fine. Went back to sleep. <laughs> go ahead. That was my entire day. I was in bed. I did not leave bed except to mm-hmm. go to the bathroom twice until 9 a.m. the next morning when I had to go to work. Hmm. Some people call that hibernating. It was basically a hibernation because I woke up at 11.30 at night on Friday, and I was just like, oh, I'm so hungry. Nothing's open. I'm just going to lay in bed. And then I watched Twisted.
2: You you had Thanksgiving leftovers in the fridge. I know, but I just had it, like, the day before.
1: Yeah, but Thanksgiving is awesome food. It it is awesome food. It isn't like... Well, I just had tacos yesterday. But here's the thing. I don't want and tacos it, You only yesterday. really have it once a year. I know, but I had it, and then I was on my feet for 11
0: hours and fell asleep. The last thing I remember was eating and then standing.
2: <laughs> like, I wasn't in the mood to eat that again.
1: And then go stand again.
2: <laughs> like, Yeah, but then, I mean, just think of it. Like, you would have eaten it, and then you would have laid down, and then you would have a better thought about the food. yeah but it's just, I was hungry cause you did your rerun night right yeah. over at your parents yeah. and I, I had a rerun night as well on Friday God, no, I I took my lunch break at 3 in the morning
0: and I ate on Black Friday and then I didn't eat again until I went on my lunch break at work on Saturday at like to... 2 o'clock <laughs> it, was, it was a rough time for a kid that likes to eat yep. <laughs> <laughs> but sorry the complete sidebar That's a completely good. I haven't had a chance to talk to you about
1: Twisted yet. I know. I I I I knew it was coming out, and I told Kate that maybe we, if I'm not doing anything uh, with my sister tomorrow, then we're going to watch that. Like that was the plan. Yeah, your sister. Oh, I was going to say your sister probably would really like it. She might, but she (laughs) she has her own plans. It's her birthday tomorrow. Yeah, twenty one. Turn twenty one. Get away! God. <laughs> that's the magic number for John, actually, <laughs> and that's, also that's, a friend's sister. That's a cut off point. She's in the sweet like, spot. In the sweet spot. I
2: was thinking.
0: What's really comic bad, books? We talk about them. We we've, read them.
2: we've known her. We've known her for ten years, and it's always surprised. And John's never made a pass. He never can't did. It. Never. Never did. But. I always think of her as being so much older, because, you know, she skipped yeah, yeah. grades, you know, she's yeah. a really smart girl. She's too smart to do anything with this guy, but, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, so I have a charm over the McGowan, so maybe. Paul's been friends with these years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've gotten his dad to swear. Yeah, that's true. What is it, like, the only times you've ever heard him swear? One of the four only times, yes, that's right, I just added another one. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> no, <it's> not <laughs> probably nice. not.
2: Um, I don't know. Let's get yes. <laughs> let's get into the, the, the yes. look back. The
1: what are we doing? Back. Let's go right into astonishing X Men number one. Because amazing, amazing X Men number one. I was already astonished. Um, because we were kind of talking about you know why uh, why you were looking forward to number two. It, it it basically opens up with, and what was talked about well, at New York Comic Con. is Amazing
0: perfect. X-Men, number one, written by Jason Aaron, drawn by Joe Meduera.
2: No, Ed McGuinness. Ed McGuinness. Oh, fuck. It's he's kind, on, because he's on, it doesn't look like Ed
1: McGuinness' artwork.
0: It doesn't. No. It's a little bit more toned down.
1: Yeah, yeah. The character. It's not
0: as exaggerated.
1: It feels right in line with the art that's been going on mm. in
2: uh, and he draws
1: X-Men. a really good night or uh, uh, Nightcrawler, yeah, and also Storm. You know, I yeah. thought it was pretty good. And a couple you of know panels, with the so. and, uh but this basically deals with getting Nightcrawler back into the back to Earth. Basically, uh, it opens up with Nightcrawler being in heaven, but not wanting and staying at the edge of paradise. He's so always just kind of looking in. out with uh-huh. his back to it, and uh, suddenly everything changes when Azrael attacks as a zazzle a zazzle yes his his red father father that has the same powers, but this demon but it's also somehow a demon i don't know it's it's the one thing that for whatever reason they're deciding to keep from the chuck austin run i feel like
0: because that's what jason aaron's going to do is he's going to
1: play with and
0: enjoy what's happened before
1: like Jeff a L- like
0: a Jeff, Jeff Johns, he's gonna Jeff Johns it. He's gonna say like, no, this this happened. It might have been bad, but we're gonna we're gonna go with this. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Azazel is leading a band of like demonic pirates that <laughs> are laying siege <laughs> to heaven is such a Jason Aaron like Wolverine and the X Men thing to do,
1: mm-hmm. and <clears throat> their own version of the Red Pants. Yes, yeah,
0: the Red Pants, which aren't so much as just playful trickstery, but they're murderous.
1: They're Red right, Pants kill. Pants kill, pants kill. Yeah, that's what that's all they say. And um and you
2: have this great this great moment where Nightcrawler has a reason to stop looking out over mm-hmm. kind of this sunset on on the abyss and starts fighting and then he's, he's I love that because he Jason Aaron really captured Nightcrawler's voice for that. Yeah. And the voice that I always think of with Nightcrawler. It was a lot of fun, and I think it is cool,
0: too, because you have... It's so good, Paul. It's so good. (laughs) Paul just took a sip of the beer. Like, you have Nightcrawler just looking forward the whole time into into nothingness, (laughs) and all of Paradise is behind him. But it's when you have his father come, like... Attack Heaven! That he finally looks back, and it's as soon as he looks back over his shoulder at what's happening. That's when you have Nightcrawler back. Mm -hmm. He starts teleporting. He grabs the pirate sword, sword.
2: and yeah, and he's He's like, like, I'm so
0: glad you guys brought swords." He's like, he's speaking in German again. It's like, okay, like he remembers who he was at that point. Yeah, my Gunt. Because (laughs) up until that point, it was a thousand years of him just staring forward into nothing. But as soon as he looks back, it's Ooh. like, fucking Nightcrawler.
1: Dude, I'm <laughs> The Bagnum did an episode guys, about but... me dying. <laughs> like, episode 43 or something. He's got the swords back. He's bamfing around. And, man, Zazzle just I have such a bad taste in my mouth because of the stupid X-Men like, First Class yeah, movie. But
2: he's yeah. a good foil for Nightcrawler. Like, he's... Because yeah. he's... Same power, and and he's like, he's the the evil Nightcrawler. He is,
0: because as much as you have Nightcrawler being that Catholic, became a priest, like, no, I'm not a demon, I want to live a good life. You have Azazel who's just like,
2: I'm a demon! I'm gonna do weird shit! I'm a pirate now for some reason. (laughs) I'm a pirate, and I'm stealing all the the people on the heaven. (laughs) I'm stealing all the people on the heaven. (laughs) That's <laughs> what he's doing. That's what John said he's doing.
1: It's, uh, <laughs> he's a pirate because it works better.
2: R, be, sorry, I forgot the R in there.
1: It's better for him to be a pirate to work as a foil of the swashbuckling hero of Nightcrawler. Yes. It because only it gives you that room to
0: play in. Then, yeah,
1: yeah, it's it's trying to make him cool. Okay, Nightcrawler's Nightcrawler is cool because he's the swashbuckling hero. So he's, also, he's going to be a cool villain because he's a swashbuckling villain, like a pirate, and he's stealing souls from heaven, in soul chains. Don't worry about it. Don't don't tell me anything more because it already sounds cool. That's all I need to know about. All right, soul change, steal yep. souls. That's enough. I'm good. I don't. I don't. I don't jump, need more Dechlorians.
0: I don't want to jump too far ahead because it's only maybe like the first third of the book where you're getting the story with Nightcrawler mm-hmm. finding himself again and then fighting against his dad and these like demonic pirates mm-hmm. before we cut to the Jean the Jean Grain school with Firestar arriving on her first day to become a teacher.
1: Uh one thing, but oh, yeah. it was Marvel has too many damn redheads going on. There's a lot of redheads. That all look the same. Because I'm like, wait, is this Jean Grey from the the past Jean Grey? Did I miss something where it's like Jean Grey from... Don't
0: spoil anything. I haven't read the rest of Battle yet.
1: You know what I mean? So, though, like, oh, yeah. I was thinking like, oh my goodness, it's Jean Grey showing up to the Jean but Grey. But no, she school. has,
0: she has the cat eye glasses that look like the Firestar mask.
1: Oh, that's what it was supposed to give it away. Yes. And it didn't until but, they, like, actually said what, who she was. And even like, though oh. the first
0: third of the book was all Nightcrawler, when I got to the end and then they
1: had that tease
0: about, like, what Nightcrawler could be coming back, I was like, I want more Nightcrawler! And then I was like, wait, no, I just read, like, six, seven pages of Nightcrawler at the beginning of the mm-hmm.
1: book.
0: <laughs> like, yeah. It was just so... Ex- it was an exciting time for a Nightcrawler fan.
1: I really enjoyed these amazing Spider-Man friends uh, kind of getting a little... conquer. <laughs> conquer. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, the whole sentence
2: well, no, confused me. Because you have Firestar, Firestar. and Iceman like, oh. hitting on each, you know, basically. Me- meeting
0: again after being separated mm-hmm. for years and there's a little
1: conquer sexual attention in there and that was <laughs> kind the of new Paul saying kankar Conquer. and i'm you got to start saying
2: that's all the sluts you see paul when we go to conventions
3: whoa i
0: heart lumpy space princess
2: <laughs> <laughs> ps man heart just like i
0: have a lot of shit in my mouth
3: i can't How's talk it? right it?
0: now <laughs> um i am this is probably jumping ahead cuz this is something that you should probably close up with but I'm glad that this book's here now mm-hmm. since Wolverine and the X-Men is going to be ending with like 36 or 37. Like
1: Well, yeah, like how it, many it, how many of this book can he write? He, well, you put out two issues of Wolverine and the X-Men a month.
0: You turn that down to one and he put out an Amazing X-Men. With,
2: <laughs> I just solved your problem. Wow, you solved the problem. Like, yeah. you're you, welcome. Michael. You could have and you could be
1: in I don't know. I don't think Ed McGinnis could I, work that fast.
0: But you have Nick Bradshaw doing Wolverine yeah. and the X-Men. You, they can, same tone, they're sister books, same, you know, family of titles. Right. Same person writing them, keep them all in line. It would work. the because,
1: market would support it? Because it's, it's basically yeah. the same book. The, two the, different titles.
0: The market can support Wolverine and the X-Men twice a month. It could support Wolverine, Wolverine
1: and the X Men three times a month, An
0: Amazing X Men. Even if they just toned Wolverine X Men down to one issue a month, mm-hmm. it can support that many X Men books. I read Wolverine and the X Men twice a month. I read All New X Men twice a month. I read Uncanny X Men. I read X Men. Now I'm going to be reading X Men.
1: I think it's a branding issue, not for X Men. I think it's a branding issue for Wolverine with what they're doing with Wolverine, with the Wolverine Max series, the Wolverine. Paul Cornell series. But you have it's them toning down the Wolverine brand versus the X Men
0: brand. Yeah, but, but you yeah. have not even it like before you get to the Wolverine <laughs> books. Mm-hmm. You still have those other ancillary X books. Yeah. Your X Forces, X Factor, which is ending, but there's gonna be a new, well, all new X Factor.
1: It's, it's 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 been ended it's, for two months. Why haven't we why haven't we read I the have, finale for a look back, Paul? I've had, X-Factor Withdrawal, I don't know.
0: Were, were, you, were you hoping there was going to be more? <laughs> and that's where it going to all turn around?
1: Oh, it's, it's turn around <laughs> this this new series is going to really turn around the series. It's coming back. It's coming back. It's coming back. It's
0: starting it was, fresh. Uh, Matt Fraction and Leonard... K- no. No, it's... I'm same. thinking about like oh, a Fantastic Four book. Peter David. Yeah. Again. James Robinson and Leonard Kirk doing the new Fantastic Four that's coming out, yeah. which is a book that Paul's probably going to buy.
1: I'm going to check out the first yeah, couple issues told you. because it's James Robinson. <laughs> and it's You just Fantastic talked about Four. your omnibus of Starman. Yep. <laughs> Even though James Robinson, oh. man, he's letting me down so much. To, the Shade Miniseries was bad. The Shade was really Earth bad. Two to, get back back to,
0: to get back to it, I feel like, though... Wait, what what are we getting back to? The marketplace could support Wolverine, the X-Men, and Amazing
2: X-Men. I think think you're right in saying that it can support that. And I think you're right with getting away from that Wolverine branding. Mm -hmm. And I think it's Jason Aaron that's saying, no, I'm just going to make... Amazing X Men, my Wolverine and the X Men book
0: because it is is. still going to be an X Men book with Wolverine in it. Right, yeah,
1: right. But it's not a Wolverine book because if you look at what's out on the shelves for Wolverine, it is not somebody.
2: It's not the same. It's not the same Wolverine. It's not the same Mm -hmm. X Men world.
1: This Wolverine is definitely short. Yeah, all the other Wolverine books. He's walking
2: next to Storm.
1: Yeah, all the other Wolverine books. He's Hugh Jackman tall.
2: It's, I love when they keep them short. I, me too,
0: because it, not a lot of comics do that. So I appreciate when the artist does mm-hmm. make that
2: happen. A freaking meatball! Yeah, he's, he's just, just really it should be it should be like a a bulldog is walking yeah. on its hind legs. Mm-hmm. I just I'm I feel like
0: we're not going to get that. Hey, here's this crazy school thing in Amazing mm-hmm. X Men like we got in Wolverine the X Men because it's going to be more like Hey, here's oh. this team going on the crazy adventures.
1: You got that? The doorbell not being a doorbell, but danger room. You got those moments. You
0: had those moments, but I feel like we're gonna get away from, from that now and go on adventures in heaven. And,
2: and I, th- but the thing is, is it, I like it, that about Wolverine. The X-Men. It's run its course. Thirty issues of it with that same writer. Now, if somebody else thirty came,
0: great
1: issues, thirty like great that.
2: issues. But do you think that writer that was, is getting it, tired of writing it though?
1: But, yeah, if he, and they you were could, trapped, you know, at the weird uh, circus, then he goes on to a... The Hellfire ex- Academy stuff was <clears throat> awesome. <clears throat> awesome. But And then I he know. goes on a weird circus. But, but, yeah, but plan a the bit. thing or, is, so is... They haven't been really at the school Yeah, for a while.
2: but you
0: still get that school feeling because they always have had the students along with them.
2: And you would have had two more years of this if it didn't double ship. But the, the the thing is, is that would you want anyone else trying to do what jason aaron does with that no no and you got to give the writer a break he's written he's double he's double shipped that book for the last two years that's true you yeah. know so so give him a break and he wants to do a little more adventure with just the team instead of those kids and i think he's We're doing it hoping
1: a, that it's his call yeah, yeah to end wolverine and the x-men yeah. Because he wants to use these characters in this different way, I, I, I think it is because
2: he's he's all over Marvel right now with what he's, he's one of the
1: architects here, and um, but it it is just I think it's it's his call. It's your call on which book we're going to be talking about next. Well, we there's still more to talk about. Yeah, I'm not done talking about it. I said to go to the bathroom. Okay, well we're going to talk about this beer and then keep on talking about the book. Or just a book. We
2: can talk about this, because I made. Sh- I started pouring this right when we started talking about it. And when I went to hand this... Because I've already made mention a couple times about... <laughs> when I went to hand this beer over to Paul, my nose just got above my glass, and I was like, oh my god, I love this beer. It's the founder's... Shut guy. up! I get to talk about okay, this. Fine. It's mine. Go ahead. Uh, this is the Backwoods Bastard. It's their um, We Heavy Ale Aged in Oak Bourbon Barrels. And if you listen to the show, you know that the three of us love...
1: Were we recording? Yeah, we're recording. Oh, what are you Go clicking on. on? I'm clicking on things, you know, that you don't need to worry about. Why are you I'm on websites? Get, I'm trying to get Disney movie rewards for going to see Frozen last night. Don't worry about it. Is that something to do during the podcast? Yeah, you're talking about backwards Bastard. I know about it. I love it. I do love it,
2: too. I love it as well. Um But this is... The, um one of their seasonal, uh, their four, Founders has these three different levels of seasonal beers, and this is on their second level of seasonals. And uh, we reviewed this last year, and we didn't praise it as much as we all do now. And uh, I think it we just weren't into bourbon beers then. Mm-hmm. And this beer is absolutely delicious. I've been buying it like crazy. I can't say enough about how absolutely delicious it is. And I'm feeling, I'm feeling a little Paul silly. <laughs> I'm feeling silly? I'm, I'm feeling a little, silly, a little silly, silly in the head. I'm feeling silly for this beer
0: because I love it a lot. Like, I can't remember having it before.
1: It's just so much damn vanilla up front. I know, mm. but that's delicious. And then it goes into I'm, that. I'm the guy
0: yeah. that loves the creme brulee. Like, while you guys can have a sip, I finish those glasses. Like,
2: I like I like that smoky little kind of smooth. Mm -hmm. It's smooth. It's got that vanilla. It's just got that little bit of bourbon on the nose. Mm -hmm. You get the bourbon in the glass. I. It's so smooth. It's so good. It's great. This is a beer
0: that (laughs) I I bought. I had two bottles of it. Bourbon
1: in the glass. I had two bottles of this when I was
0: making dinner Mm -hmm. the other day, and afterwards I was just like,
1: "Oh man." It's yeah. It's it's ten. I'm gonna sit down. It's ten
2: point two percent.
1: If I could caramelize every onion with this, <laughs> why would you? Why would you do that, though? Because why would you? It gives you another way to enjoy it. <laughs> I know. But it's if not I, the if same. If all my enjoyment. food could be marinated, if all my food could touch this beer.
2: I would <laughs> yes. like food more. <laughs> yes, it's it's eleven ninety nine for a four pack of it, and as I've been telling different people, it's it's so worth that price, mm. and. uh it's it it's something that like I looked it up and they say don't bother aging it. Mm-hmm. And Well because nobody's been able to. You just drink it. No, eat like it. people like no, pe- no, people
1: people like me would like be like, Oh, I'll have one and then I'll save it. There's people
2: talking of like location. people are like, Oh, I've had it for I've had the I just drank my two thousand nine bottle and it's shadow of itself. Yeah. And then like and then once in a while you get somebody like, I thought it was great. But like last year i don't know if it just was last year's bottle it could have been the the cast they used but it mm-hmm. seemed really high on that alcohol yeah. and it seemed a bit much for us where we this we have is one eating,
1: don't
2: we? I, I don't know I, I don't know either we didn't do a good touch up and yeah we didn't do a good inventory <laughs> no we and it, that was when do we do a good that was right job before it, we? we really started yeah. getting into aging
1: mm-hmm.
2: um but it is
1: yeah, because last year, I re- now remember, we were like, ooh, a, yeah. a lot of alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Are, like, and, it, you
2: know, it could have been the it could have been the cask they use, and this year it's a better cask, or this year we're more used to bourbon beers. Because we've been time. searching out the bourbon beers. Yeah, yeah.
1: We're, yeah. maybe this time we're a little bit um, more tipsy. No, because I've one. had no. this,
0: like, I've walked into Pizza Plant and had it. I've yeah. had it just out of the it bottle. Is, I've it had it today. Really
2: like, I had it twice on drafts in okay. one night. And I had I drank this all weekend. What's nice. funny is
0: I talked to John about this the other night. This beer is cheaper here than you can actually get it for in Grand Rapids, like five minutes away from where it's brewed.
1: Oh, Grand Rapids, why are you racing up the price, man? Beer
0: City, USA.
1: Local tax.
0: <laughs> I feel like New York has more tax than Grand Rapids. But this is a great beer. If you can get founder stuff in your area, please seek this out. Seek I always, I, I always hope like when we put up episodes, people are drinking along with mm-hmm. us, or if like they hear like, oh, they're doing a dramatic reading of Swamp Thing Annual Number Two. Page fifteen, pal, two. I'm gonna get that and see what's I'm happening. I'm gonna hit
1: pause it's, and not just pull over my car randomly. Because we hope. You're well, not no, they driving. keep their comic books
0: in the back seat. They're just <laughs> reaching back there to get it. That's that's a fun little dream of mine, and I know that never happens. I, but if I it hope does, not
1: drinking and driving. Then
0: <laughs> no, you can do both. You can drink and drive and read. You can do all three things. You're a superstar. Don't let anyone tear you down. That's my daily affirmation for the listeners. <laughs>
1: You can do it. I believe in you. I just wants your peacock to show. That's all. <laughs> um, I thought we were doing lines from Perry, Katy Perry songs. I'm sorry.
0: Let me see your peacock. Cock, cock. I like uh, Katy Perry. I don't know that song.
1: Wolverine and the X Men. works.
0: Giving way to amazing X Men. I'm okay with it. I just would like the two because I don't need two issues of Wolverine. If I could get some Nightcrawler like, in one book. Yeah. Even though, like the but, teams,
2: <laughs> but when they bring Nightcrawler back, he's gonna be a teacher at the school. Teaching swashbuckling? No,
1: English is a second a... language. <laughs> 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 I
0: don't know. I'm, I'm just sad that Paul was so ready to jump to another book when I can talk about Wolverine, the Amazing well, X Men more than like both of those other books combined. Yeah, well,
2: and we and we didn't even talk about like them them at the school. Yes, you have Firestar showing up, but they finally figure out what those. Mischievous Bamps were doing at the school, yeah, and all, stealing everything. Yeah, all building that time they were building so, a stargate. Were,
0: they were building a stargate, and I like the fact that you just have a uh, Bobby Drake. Me like, should I freeze it? I can freeze it. I'm gonna freeze it. <laughs> it that's what I like from the Jason Aaron writing. It's just like, no, Beast, cut the power. This thing's still lighting up. He's just gonna be like, no,
2: I can freeze it, guys. <laughs> It'll be cool. <laughs> um, yeah. it it is. It's 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 just really fun, and it's how I want. It's how I want my nightcrawler. It's how I want my X Men team. I want Storm with the mohawk. Yeah, you know it's it's. I like that. That's been the X Men status quo now. Like they're yeah. going back to that. It's it's it is. It's everything I want out of an X Men book, and it's something that. I picked up number one, and I'm going to keep on this. And it's easy for me to do because I'm buying it digitally.
1: Yeah. Uh It's the one thing that we loved about Jeff Johns back when Jeff Johns was really being Jeff Johns. It's like, let's go back to the 80s and 90s, pull out what was cool, drop it in now. And I feel like that's what he's doing. He's like, is yeah. Asriel, like that was kind of lame on the aughts. Let's try to make it cool. The Mohawk kind of got weird and crazy in the '90s. Let's make it cool now. And for whatever reason, DC's like, let's make everything of the '90s cool. And God, like, no, nothing. in Paul doesn't world. like the '90s. '90s was not good. I got picked on a lot in the <laughs> '90s. That's all I know. Cause you weren't going to the Jean Grey school.
3: I wasn't.
1: I.
0: When I saw the lineup for Amazing X-Men, Beast, Iceman, Storm, Wolverine, Nightcrawler, Firestar, and Northstar, I was like, okay, that's the book I'm going to read. Mm-hmm. If you had told me that there's a new X-Men book starring Firestar and Northstar coming out from someone else that wasn't Jason Aaron, I wouldn't buy that book. If Nightcrawler hadn't been... Like, the big tease for this book. If it had just been another X-Men book written by Jason Aaron, centering on the adventures of Firestar and Northstar, I would still be like, eh, I'll I'll check out issue number one. Mm -hmm. Because that's the kind of clout that Jason Aaron is bringing to the table for me now. Maybe not when it comes to Scalped, because I still can't get through that book. But with the X-Men stuff, like, yeah, I... I believe it. I will
2: buy into it. Uh not only with the X-Men but like with his Thor got a thunder. Yeah. I never thought I'd be picking up a Thor book and loving it. And I've done that. And I've paid $2. I paid, a lot. I paid $2 more an issue in Canada just to complete a run to be caught up for it. So, yeah. He's he's doing awesome. I think he's going to be one of the big contenders for our uh our yearly, what are we calling it? When we, our, our Super Bowl.
1: Oh, the he, Super Bowl! The
2: Super Bowl. He's gonna be, he's gonna be huge on yeah. that. Bless you. Chris was sneezing a lot. I could have kept oh, talking. I'm sorry a lot of sneezing. I, I expected you just it to probably sneeze wasn't once. on mic, but I just stopped anyway. You probably heard the tail end of that. Um, he, but he, I, he's definitely think somebody that all, th- all three of us. Read them and love them, and it's multiple books, you know, with X-Men and Wolverine and the X-Men, Amazing X-Men, for all all of us, and yeah. Thor, for both Paul and I. I I enjoyed the issues of Thor that
0: Steve let us read, and I would not mind reading more of them at all, because that last one that we
2: had, like, was just kind of like that weird in-between, yeah. like, fill in. Well, you got to give them the backstory of your villain
0: yeah
2: you have to have that issue yeah but yeah uh two thumbs up for this yeah I I, I love the book everything about it I was worried about Ed McGinnis's art and it's just because I've seen him on so much stuff it's really blocky and I was I I
1: think oh go ahead and I just
2: think like I was I was a little like really but then he's able to nail... He's He nailed Nightcrawler. Yeah. He really did. And he gave me that 90s Nightcrawler that I loved on those pages.
1: The thing is, this is the first time I've seen Ed McGinnis' art in the longest time, where the colors weren't super saturated, mm-hmm. where it was all kind of dark and muddied and kind of... just kind of blotchy. You know, you were saying blocky, and I kind of get that, Uh but everything was kind of bulky and way down, and I think the colors, they kept the it just, the colors were the same as I was reading uh, Wolverine it, and the X-Men. It's just, yeah, the same colors as Wolverine and the X-Men. Yeah, and I think the colorist and the inker on Ed McGinnis really do play a huge part on his art. Well, because I never, like, I never <laughs> thought it was... Huge part on his art.
2: I never thought like it was that bad, like with the his Batman Superman stuff that he mm-hmm. did, and I really and I just saw little snippets of like his Hulk stuff that mm-hmm. he was doing and Ultimates. Yeah. yeah, the
1: Ultimates is where I think of, and it was just like like everything just so over color, oversaturated. Yeah. I was already done with
0: that book by the time he jumped on it. Yeah, no, I was too, but. When I think Adam McGinnis, I think very exaggerated, like even back to his Superman, Batman stuff. Yeah, like it was very cartoony, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: bulky, and it was like blocky, bulky, blocky, like those bright colors. And what we get here is a lot more in line with what we've had over at Wolverine Mm -hmm. and the X Men. Like it's right in line with that style of artwork,
2: and I think that really serves this book well and yeah he's able to capture each individual character versus like the big twist in the batman superman one was it was superman dressed up as shazam how would we know that was jeff Loeb. yeah but you couldn't tell because they looked aside from the hair they looked Mm. exactly the same they changed costumes that was it so, and that was just, like, that art style. So I, I'm glad to see that he's not just doing that same style, that he, he's actually doing something completely different. I I love this book. If you're a fan of X-Men,
0: 90s X-Men, Nightcrawler, Jason Aaron, fun,
2: adventure. If you grew up in the 90s liking X-Men, this is the book for you. Yeah, definitely grab it. hmm What's our next book? Next book uh would be Black Science from Image Comics written by Rick Remender and Mateo Scalera. Mm-hmm. Uh what you have is a self-centered scientist who's created some a way to hop between dimensions or pockets Science. <laughs> I science. Uh, Which one are we
3: talking about right
2: now? Black science. black science. Oh, black science. Okay. Um. And you have. You have the scientist having five minutes to get from one side of this alien world to another to save his child. And there is a Children. team. There. Children, yeah, and there is a team there too. But all he's worried about is that he's fucked up big time. He's He's, lost his wife. He just lost his wife, and he can't. He's he's blaming himself for everything wrong that he's ever done, and everything he's done has been wrong. He's made all the wrong choices leading up to this point, and now he's trying to
1: save his family Mm -hmm. or his children. Yeah. This made me think of sliders, like, of nothing else, because what it seems to be saying, you know, in the beginning is, like, every decision we make is a quantum choice, and those quantum choices are saved and split off into multiple dimensions. And I think that's what he's traveling through, is, is that he's made this machine that needs clean, pure H2O as a coolant in order to work. And every time they jump, that this, you need to find clean water, and he only has so much time in order to do it. Well, somebody's damaged the
2: the machine as well.
1: Yeah, at the very end. And right now, he is going through this world of battling toads and fish. It's people evolved from frogs and fish. Yeah, yeah. Versus ape. And, uh,. He he's making choices that always seem to be the wrong choices, but they throw in, like, no, no, this guy's a hero because he saves the slave woman because he can't stand to see the... He's... At, at the point
2: h- of seeing, at seeing his wife die, I think it's when he shifted to be... Stop being that self-centered man that just killed my wife i because of me and every selfish thing i've ever done has been the wrong choice now i need to start making the right choices Mm -hmm. and to be more of that kind of hero to be you know doing that good thing is the right choice yeah it that that might have triggered
1: the change uh because karma yeah and it does save them in the end you know, karma, that, uh, that he saves the slave fish girl. But honestly, that's all the, the, uh, the malage, the, the, uh, the window dressing to this thing, which is, I don't know what it is other than there's, sliders. I the, really there's don't not know.
0: a lot else to this book because it's him just trying to get back to, like, their base camp
3: mm-hmm.
0: the entire issue. And that that's the story for this issue.
1: And he does have a couple badass moments with the he electrical does. tongue
0: <laughs> <He's> frog. Had, <laughs> like they had, like these frog people have like bioelectric tongues that shock. Mm-hmm. So at one point he like he rips the head off of one of them and he's using it as a weapon to scare away like the other two. Which is a badass moment. But for me it's as soon as I saw him going against giant Like anthropomorphic frogs. I just started thinking back to BPRD. And I was just like, oh, this is like a more scientific BPRD. It's not based off of like the occult. And I couldn't get out of that mind frame. And that's just all on me. Because every time I saw the giant frog people, I was like, no, like Mike Mignola has been doing big frogs (laughs) for like a decade
2: now. It made me think of like, more realistic, less comic booky, like Fantastic Four without the powers. Do we have more Backwoods Bastard here? No. Fuck you, <laughs> oh. Paul. I had a four pack and I it was like, I don't want to bring it to share it all. <laughs> no, no, Paul. You, Paul, no, that's Paul. yours. That's yours. No, he's no, not going to be able to function it. tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you,
1: sir. I appreciate it. No problem. I want a little.
2: No, I got to drive home. You finish it. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm not going to be one of our listeners We're driving, reading, and... I'll read uh, you the comic books while you're driving. Thank you. I will continue to drink, then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> for whatever well, reason... Well, I, I hates that kind of talk. For whatever reason, people kept on making me think of Chrono Trigger. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: I was going to say Slippy, but... No, no. No.
1: That do You want to do a I'm barrel th- roll with Slippy. I'm thinking
0: Starfro- Starfrog.
1: Starfrog. <laughs> Starfox.
0: Uh yeah, what was
1: the? Press right here to the
2: Fucking frog's name. I don't
0: remember. Chrono Trigger. Don't I haven't played that in years. Um, but, but
2: it it made me think of like realistic Fantastic Four. Like mm-hmm. the guy seems like a Reed Richards type, and he just lost his Sue, and now he's trying to get back to Franklin.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, because he didn't lose his Sue because he was yeah.
2: boning.
1: <laughs> He had something else on the yeah. side.
2: It just got. It just kind Alicia of made me.
1: Masters also. <laughs> I don't know
2: who. Would... That's the feeling I got from the book. Is that because that to me, like I think you think a science character team. Mm-hmm. I think Fantastic Four. I don't know where we left off. We took a break. You. The, I was. You
1: were the one talking, and I, you were the one. I have. You were ready I just, I just I heard your
2: dog. No, the garbage I have can no either. idea. You, out?
1: I you had a, you to had take, take your
2: dog out. Yep. I was just talking to Chris about. I had to go to the bathroom. About. I went to the bathroom too, uh, and I'm a little fuzzy with all this beer we've had. That's, so I never remember where we leave off <laughs> on. <honestly. laughs> yeah, that that too. Are we really? Are we um, kind of done talking about I, black book? science. All these books. We read digitally, and I gave my account over to Whoa,
1: both... Oh, don't share that information. We don't want to, you know, get ourselves in trouble.
2: It's how we share, you know, we share shared books. the comic books. They all read them digitally as well. And if I were to buy this book, I actually would have wanted the hard copy versus reading it panel by panel because the art looked really well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, Like the black science name... When it came up mm-hmm. onto the panel and it was all those turtles with the yeah, temple yeah, yeah. on the back. Like, that was awesome. And that's something that you're going to see so much better in a book than mm-hmm. digitally. I don't, I don't feel the need to read more of this. Like, I feel like this
0: worked as a, one- like a short story. Like, mm-hmm. if this was just like, oh, this guy fucked up. Now he's mm-hmm. trying to get back to save his kids. Like... That, that's all I need. Like, I don't want to see them going to a different dimension, different world, and then more of just that.
2: Yeah. Uh, like, the the time swap thing that we read from Vertigo. Yeah. Like, it would have fit perfectly
1: oh, okay. into yeah. that. Yeah, yeah the Here's anthology. the first second, i uh, yeah. got, like, Trillium. And I'm like...
2: No. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, I, it, uh, I probably won't buy the next issue... Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting enough, and I did like like it ended with them going into a world where it's like civil war, or no, it's like World War Two so World War One soldiers fighting, yeah. a- like an alien invasion. It was, yeah, and it looked like oh, that kind of be fun, and it kind of sets up like there's a kind of who done it kind of thing, but mm-hmm. there's definitely not and enough broke
1: the transporter, yeah, kind of
2: thing. and and now this guy all he wants to do is get his children home. Mm-hmm. Um and there's enough people on his team to die off every other issue.
1: Pretty much, yeah. But yeah, they the issue dealt with so much of him trying to get back home where the story basically was wrapped up at that point for me. Yeah. And that cliffhanger at the end didn't cliffhang me. Yeah, there was you know? enough there. Is that a is that a verb? Is that a correct verb? Yeah, you can cliffhang. Okay. Uh yeah, I was definitely not Sylvester alone uh there. Um
2: on a stand, like if it was like just a yeah. one-shot standalone, I would have said it was good. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I yeah. really, I really liked it. But it's not enough for me to keep on the series.
1: Do you feel like we told the listeners enough about the issue so they don't need to buy it? Yeah, we covered basically everything that happened <laughs> uh-huh. in the book. Yeah, uh, so we read this, so you don't have to. <laughs> so there you go. It was good. It wasn't great. It's. I don't think it's worth the money for it. How you much know.
0: would this issue cost you on the stands?
2: I'm guessing two uh, two ninety nine or three
1: ninety nine. <coughs> Zoom height. Even at two fifty, I would be like, yeah, yeah. You heard enough about it. I I like to check out. It was solid. Otherwise, new... definitely solid. Those turtle yeah. things, definitely awesome. I like to check out, and I mean, if you listen
2: to the show, you know, I like to check out interesting, different. Number ones, <laughs> and I like digitally now because I'm not three months committed to a series. Yeah, where I would have ordered this and two and three in case I had liked it by the time I had read one. So it's
1: it's good that I read but it. I would rather listen to a podcast. that told you, <laughs> yeah. like this is what happens in the this book. Is everything. Uh, we're not interested. Yeah, not sure. Fifty. We're just not that interested. They, uh, I'm not committed enough spend to your, pick
0: on one two. Spend your two fifty to two ninety nine
1: on something else. Yeah, let's save the listeners some money. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, if I wasted my money for you, listeners, yeah. if you're definitely interested in sliders and wish <laughs> sliders was still on TV but wanted a you know more unlikable cast of characters, man, eh, this might be for you. Yeah, you gotta,
2: if that, the, char- the character. Of the character of Grant is that kind of redemptive guy that yeah, you're is. You are hoping he's seeking redemption, but I think he is. The whole I think the whole book is about is going to be about him redeeming himself and saving his children. True, but I hope yeah, he fails.
1: He <laughs> might. It, it seems like a book where if it ends with him failing, it's not surprising. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like okay, yeah, okay i want to be upset by it i want to be like i
2: i think this is a book that they're probably going to get that first arc out and maybe just call it that Mm -hmm. like it's not going to be something that continues on but i do enjoy that image make make does comic books where they give these writers the ability to at least get an idea out there and stick with it for a bit before they totally end it and i think that leads us into our next image book which is manifest destiny
1: which seems like a really cool idea <laughs> and this it, it honestly is the one time in american history where you are off the edge of the map and there be monsters here like that's what that's what used to be written on the map <laughs> when you had a map you'd open it up and america yes the guy that actually made maps had written, there be monsters here. <laughs> like, as part of the ocean. After you go so far, you will encounter monsters. And this is basically the story of Lois and Clark, not the L- New Adventures. L- Lewis and Clark. Lewis, Lewis and Clark. Not Lois. Not Lois <laughs> and Clark, the New Adventures of Superman. See, I was thinking about <laughs> making that joke. <laughs> so and I then did. you said Lois. Yes, yes. Lewis and Clark. Uh On their expedition to find, to, to map out the great Louisiana Purchase under orders of Andrew Jackson, President. But it seems more that
2: they're not, they're not just mapping it out, but out there to find these so called Mm -hmm. monsters that are out there and they don't believe. And what
1: and make way for the new settlements? Yeah,
2: and they don't they don't believe the ghost stories that have been told to Andrew Jackson and the reason why they're sent out there. Mm-hmm. And this is written by uh, Chris Dignus and Matthew Roberts.
1: Yeah, there's a reason why the French didn't settle this land and why they gave it away so cheap. Yes, and they're kind of half expecting Andrew Jackson to have been all over drunk. A little bit drunk, if you didn't understand yeah.
2: that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, or,
1: you know, to believe these French tall tales, or maybe maybe there is an actual reason. And, you know, it's it was interesting enough, without the monsters, because... I wasn't interested in it really? at all. Yeah. Uh, you, don't, no. you don't like that kind of t- story of American... The no, manifest destiny. No, it happened.
2: I'm just, I'm seriously going through it again to be like, oh, what did I enjoy about this? Um, the, and the book starts out kind of more like a real, yeah, the real thing of these guys doing that pioneering and going through there mm-hmm. as far as they can on a ship, and then going off on kind of onto land, and then having finding this finding this big archway that they want to then mm-hmm. go and examine and.
1: Which is obviously the Arch that's in...
0: The Gateway Arch, yeah. which
1: I... At that point,
0: I started thinking like, oh, is this in the future? Are we seeing this happening again? And that's uh, not what it's played Oh, it's just up. moss
1: covered? Yeah, okay. like,
0: it, it's overgrown. But, yeah. And it says it's President Jefferson. It's not Jackson.
1: Really?
2: Yes. Yeah, Jefferson makes more sense. I
1: thought it was Andrew Jackson. No, that's
2: because well, that's he's he's after the Civil War, bud.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I'm drinking. You said Jefferson too.
2: I just went. I said yeah. Jackson.
3: Old I was just hickory. going along
2: with him because it's been
3: old.
2: A, it's been like a month since I've read this, guys. You should probably re- read it to see if you still like it. Uh, I didn't really like it. The one thing I did like was the Centaur Minotaur Man. I thought that was badass.
0: He was in that one panel.
2: Yes, almost, he was. He you're was almost that, there.
0: He was in that one panel. You're
2: right, John. Uh, no, I, I, it, on on paper, this sounds like a really cool idea, and it is, the art's the arts done well Peter in Jackson's it.
1: Jackson's not after the Civil War.
2: It's because
0: we already had a United States at that point.
1: Abraham Lincoln came one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine presidents later. Oh, he was the one. Well, we were two, both three, wrong. Seven, th- president,
2: Stonewall Jackson,
1: old Hickory. You that well. like, he was the same. He was Stonewall, Stonewall Jackson. No, that was a that was a different Jackson. Yeah,
0: that, yeah that's a different Jackson. That was uh, he was a general. Yeah, or like commodore. I or something. I don't know.
2: It's probably why you I almost am, enjoyed this book, because he thought it was I am, real history. I am tilted right now. I've torn the door off the frame. You have. I feel cloudy. Yes.
3: The,
0: I enjoyed the other one more, uh, Black Science.
2: Uh, I did as well. I, I was expecting... I don't know. I, I thought... When I saw this on paper, I thought, oh, man... Lewis and Clark on an expedition, you know, doing their expedition and, inc- and coming up on, like, monsters and having to fight them. And, uh like, I do enjoy that it's kind of more – it's like a realistic kind of take on them and then having them not believe that they're going to run into monsters and then running into monsters. I think that's an interesting idea. It's good in idea. And this is and also – And it wasn't as – Done as well
0: in execution. This is also part of Robert Kirkman's Skybound imprint over at Image. Um, The artwork for this, what was the name, Chris? Matthew Roberts. Matthew Roberts. uh, Very reminiscent of Tony Moore, who did the first six issues of Walking Dead. and also worked with Rick Remender on Fear Agent. Mm. It kind of has that look to it. Kind of that flat, rounded, crosshatch, not crosshatch, but like sketchy style. But the best part of it is that. Minotaur, Minotaur Centaur guy. guy Yeah. In that panel.
1: But uh, with a buffalo head. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's. This was a book that I was just like, am I done with it
2: yet? Am I done with it?
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: It 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 took me three times to finish it. Oh, I. Well, it's like, okay, I'm in it, I'm See,
0: in. this is the stuff that, John, like, when you first started talking about this book, I thought you really liked it. And then I was like, I
2: thought like, oh, this was obvious. No, I, I, like, I, didn't, I didn't like I, this. I didn't like it. Like, I don't plan on buying the next one.
1: Wow. I was like, and I a, tried of all the books, I'm like, this is the one that John liked the most. Yeah. And I can say why. I, I enjoy it.
2: No, I, oh, I thought it was kind the, of
0: boring. The way you initially give your thoughts is very different from how you actually feel.
2: Well, I try to be... <laughs> Just be honest, John go. I, I try to talk about the book and then give my personal view on it.
0: When you start talking about the book, it sounds like you're a lot more into it. I was.
2: I, I thought you loved it. No, I didn't.
0: That's a surprise to me. From what we we're talking
2: about it <laughs> I before. thought it was I
0: thought and it, when we started I
2: thought it was but, really boring, especially when they're like, "Oh, I'm drawing the bird. Oh, we should name this bird. What should we name it?" It was like, "Oh my god, this fucking book. I spent 3.99 on this." Actually, 3.99? I think it was 2.99. Oh, still. But on paper, it should be perfect for me. Mm-hmm. Paul has his fucking X factor. I have all these goddamn number ones that I buy because I'm like, this book should be just what I need. Yeah, you need to stop doing that. I know, like, but I find books every time.
0: I... Every time you would fill out the previews, and I would see like everything, and <laughs> I'd be like, why is he ordering these? Beca- He's not going to read this because I like to try them out.
2: You never that's know okay. when you're going to find that one that hits you. How, have you
0: found that one that's hit you yet? Uh Six-gun.
1: Okay. How hey, many have you tried one, before you, you got You guys hit? can't swear about oh. X-Factor while I'm not in the room. <laughs> Two, keep sleeping. Let's try to be a little bit quieter when we swearing about we, X-Factor. When I'm not in the <laughs> We room. get riled up. It's no,
2: crazy. I said you have your X-Factor. I, I have my number ones of bizarre yeah. things that I try out. See,
1: this one, I, I, I like the sense of like almost me, me with the convicts and there's a little bit of intrigue there and then all of a sudden no they're actually faced with monsters and now what like that's what i enjoyed about this and i also have always been kind of fascinated by the lewis and lewis and clark See, expedition uh, i thought you're also
2: fascinated by lewis and clark though. the new adventures of superman i, I thought it was just going to be like lewis and clark doing it not mm-hmm. with a team and i thought it was going to be like these two guys like Lewis and Clark uh, Monster Hunter, pretty much. Yeah. Ba- basically, huh, so basically up to their eyeballs in monster shit, having to try Ooh. to get away with it, <laughs> having tried to get away with from them, you know, just kind of stuck in the shit.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and then Sekijuya comes and helps them out. And... Yeah. Oh,
2: badass Indian huntress. Yeah.
0: Monst- badass hunter? Indian hunter. Yes, Monster Hunter. We could write this book better oh than gosh. it's been written.
2: Because well, uh, you need her, you need her first issue to save their lives and to give them like, "I'm going to get you out of here." And then them being all like, "No, we got to get to the other side."
1: <laughs> yeah, please. No, we're going the other way. <laughs> we really need to do that. I need to. There's find... There's a reason why the Native Americans were always on the move.
2: I need to find Oregon. Run away
1: from the monster Center,
0: <laughs> buffalo guy. Yeah.
2: yeah.
3: Well,
0: guys, there could be more out there. <laughs>
2: See this. This was my biggest disappointment. Wow. Okay.
1: I felt it kept it grounded enough for me that I'm like, okay, I'm interested to see where it goes.
2: Would you pick up number two? I would.
1: Digitally, <laughs> <laughs> not in my account, sir. <laughs> A little well did he know.
2: <laughs>
0: I I'm glad I had amazing X Men number one to read tonight mm-hmm. because because I was able to have something I enjoyed.
1: Power rankings. <laughs>
2: Um I I number one, definitely amazing X-Men. I enjoyed yeah, Black's was- I enjoyed Black Science is that one issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Granted, I'm not gonna read the rest of the series, but that one issue was yeah. a fun sci fi book. Fit perfectly into an anthology. Mm-hmm. Art was great in it, and then Manifest Destiny. Where where would he put Wraith? I would put Wraith above Manifest Destiny. Okay. What's below ballot Black uh, Science? Um, no, I probably would put it actually above it because I I do plan it's it had enough to it for me to want to mm-hmm. check out the rest of the story. Okay. go ahead. Um,
0: Amazing X Men number one definitely, then Black Science and then Manifest Destiny. If Black Science was just a one shot,
3: mm-hmm.
0: okay, like it, if it had been maybe a little bit longer, it had like a three fifty price point. I'd say like okay, like this is this was a solid one shot issue. Like uh-huh. this, this would be a great book. But the fact that it's—is it a mini series or
2: ongoing? We I talk believe about it's that? ongoing.
1: Yeah, it it yeah. feels like it's built to be an ongoing. I, 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 it
2: feel- it feels like it's an ongoing that they're gonna let them go and then tell them to wrap it up. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, no.
2: Yeah, or like
0: if it had been a story in a anthology book like the Time Warp or anything else that we've read. Mm-hmm. This possibly could have been like one of my favorite stories out of it, but on its own, it's not something to continue Damn. going back to. No. Yeah. I agree. And Manifest Destiny. No. Oh.
1: I, I enjoy Sorry, I, I enjoy Hey, we all enjoyed things to different degrees already on this podcast, and that's one that I enjoyed more than you guys I But we all put. enjoy Backwoods <laughs> Bastards. Yeah, well, we all enjoy that, and Paul, you're... Aston- you're uh, astonishing? Amazing. 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 Astonishing was the what's, one. What's your power ranking? Amazing. uh X-Men number one, and then I would go with uh, Manifest Destiny, wow. number two. Then I would go with uh, Race, the Welcome to Christmas Land that we talked about uh, but then, and then last would be Black Science, because, yeah, that wrapped up for me. Like, as soon yeah. as he got back to base camp, it was over. I was done. Because... As soon as he put that water in, mm-hmm. if he had gotten him home.
2: Yep. So or even over. if it was just, it was just a one-shot and they showed up in another world. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: even if they had if, wound up somewhere worse. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, okay,
2: good, like, O. Oh, Henry ending. Good ending. And then you might be like, Oh, hey, they're going to do another one shot mm-hmm. again. I probably would check it out. But that it's a series, mm-hmm. uh, unless I heard, like, wow, issue two was even better than issue one, yeah. then I might be like, uh, maybe I'll check it out or I'll wait till it comes out in trade and then they give me a deal on Comixology. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Manifest Destiny, it, it, like I said, it had enough there where it was it had just had enough. It had enough and of it, that
2: fun history stuff mm-hmm. for you.
1: Yeah. And also the intrigue between the characters where the enlisted men that worked from the I thought you were stockades. going to talk about how gay Luz and Clark were.
0: What? Drawing birds. <laughs> Was too in love. Oh, that might be. And if you're in love with us, let us know. Make sure you rate and review us over on the iTunes.
1: Yeah, I always appreciate it. If, not, if you can't do that, at least send us an email, contact at com or individually, paul at com, chris at john at, you know, com, And we love reading those, and we also love getting interactions on the Facebook and on Twitter. On the Facebook,
0: make sure you like us or tweet at us.
1: Yeah, bag and board. Yeah, If you found us here, then you found us everywhere. Pretty it's, much. It's basically all spelled the same as this podcast right here. And you'll see our mugs on those websites yeah. and, and our pages.
2: We love to interact with you on, on the Twitter and on Facebook and we anything you guys ask us or tell us to do or review, we're always down for doing that.
1: Mm-hmm. If not in, you know, in the very next week, but we usually get it in as a trading policy, if not into our, you know, look back. Yeah, yeah
0: we'll do like the entire arc, like and- first arc or whatever as a look back.
1: Don't worry. We're working on that Christmas episode. Oh, that's <laughs> right, <weird. laughs> it's going to be a one this year.
2: Yeah,
1: oh, man. Can you imagine writing all that on uh, Backwoods Bastard? Whoa. I would love to
0: write that on Backwoods Bastard.
1: <laughs> Probably could. So until next week, keep on staying out of those West, Backwoods.
0: Westward ho! <laughs> <laughs>